Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Afternoon. We thank you for a time in your presence. We thank you for your spirit. Lead us by the truth. Forgive us of our mistakes. Forgive us of our sins. For in many times we sin, but Father, forgive us. And we pray this afternoon by the preaching of your word. May a spirit enter into us. May we see your glory. May we see your power. Father, though there is darkness in the land, the Bible said there was darkness in Egypt, but there was light in Goshen. Let there be light where we dwell. May we never succumb to the darkness around. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, good. So, we're still talking about a, a very important uh, a very important la- uh, um, activity, I would say, which is prayer. And we are continuing how to pray, how to pray. And I think I, uh, we started about two weeks ago, and Jesus said, men always ought to pray and not to faint. And uh, we learned from a week ago, look, I was telling us, like, you cannot live life on earth without prayer. Because the Bible said that, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because Satan is cast down. He said, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and, and the sea, in, in the book of Revelation. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because the, the devil has been cast down. In other words, the earth that we live in, we have we have a guest. Who's the devil? A guest. <laughs> I mean, and, and he's here fully. And unfortunately, he's here, he's both on earth and in the sea. Otherwise, all of us will have moved to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> but he's here on earth and here on the sea. And the Bible says, Woe, woe means trouble. So Jesus warned us in the book of Luke 18 that men always ought to pray and not to faint. So like we've been studying or we've been hearing or we've been preaching about, one thing that is not optional is prayer. You know, some things are optional in life. You can decide to do your hair or not to do your hair. No big deal. Amen. Amen. Yeah. As a matter of fact, some of you, most, most of you ladies have not done your hair during this pandemic. But if that's, not, if that's the reason why you're not coming on Zoom, don't worry. Just wear a wig or tie a scarf. No big deal. Easy. 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 Um, do your hair is uh, it's, it's not do you do you or not do your hair is it's not essential. Okay, so don't use that as an excuse not to come on Zoom. <laughs> Let the sister say amen. 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 Hey, 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 hey. You know, some things are essential, and Jesus prayer is essential for our life on earth. Because he said, men always ought to pray and not to faint. So we're talking about prayer. 
Not why you should pray, but how you should pray. And another thing we learned last week is that, you know, there's, there's, I will talk about the mystery of prayer. And last week I talked about the mystery of prayer. That prayer is, the, uh, uh, prayer is mysterious in the sense that, first of all, God is mysterious. And the Bible talks about that the mystery of God will end in the book of Revelation. But as of now, there's a lot of mysteries we don't understand. And one of the mysteries we don't understand, one of the things that baffles you and I, one of the things that is very mystical, is the fact that as much as God wants to do something, he will not do it without prayer. Hmm. Even though God is powerful, God is all-knowing, God has the power and the ability. What moves God into action is prayer. Hmm. And we learned, we saw it last week, that even when uh, Ahimelech, I mean, I mean when, Abraham, uh, when Abraham lied about his wife Sarah, and Ahimelech almost slept with Sarah. And interesting to know, God came to see Ahimelech and told Ahimelech, look, you are a dead man. You are a dead man. You are trying to sleep with somebody's wife. Boy, but I did boy. not let it happen because I, I know that you did it in the innocence innocent of your heart. So here we see God talking to the king in Genesis directly. And God said, I wanted to spare, and God said, I want to spare your life. But the question is, you are God. You want to spare, you want to pardon somebody. Why don't you go ahead and pardon? Why don't you go ahead and pardon? In other words, God said, God said I want to pardon you. Why don't you go ahead and pardon? But rather, God tells the, the, the king, Ahimelech, that go and tell Abraham to pray for you. Which makes us to understand that as much as God sees that he wants to pardon Ahimelech, the mystery of prayer is that if somebody does not pray for him, he will not be pardoned. It's like, I want to do it for you. But the only thing, the only way it can be done is that prayer has to come into place. So the mystery of prayer is that God wants to move, but unless you pray, you won't move. Hallelujah. Amen. So whatever you desire, whatever we want, we must learn the act of prayer. God does not respond to, you see, in other words, God does not respond to your wants on your needs. You may have a want, you may have a need, but without prayer, it will not be responded to. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah? Oh, wow. That's what God said. I mean, God was talking to the guy. And the one who has the ability to pardon the guy. You see, mind you, it's not even Abraham can pardon the guy. It's, it's like it's like presidential pardon. It's like Donald Trump is leaving office and he's, he wants to pardon people. I mean, he has the power to pardon. So why does he need somebody else? I don't think Donald Trump consults anybody else to pardon. Nobody wants to pardon. Just look at that. Let's say you are free. You are free. You are free. You are free. Go. <laughs> but God somehow Almighty God couldn't do that. He, he he has to ask somebody to pray before he can say you are free. Yes. Uh -huh. So that makes us understand the, 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 that prayer is mystical and that almighty God needs us to pray. So, so, so it's no longer what uh, God should know. In fact, one of, the, uh, one of the even amazing things about prayer is that I think it's the book of God said, even before you ask, I knew. So the question is, if you knew, then why should I have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> I still want you to ask. <laughs> if you knew. Yes. And I knew, 
But even though I knew, you still have to ask. Hallelujah. Amen. So it makes us that we must be cognizant of prayer and pray all the time. So listen to me. Pray about the big thing. Pray about the small thing. Pray about the relevant thing. Pray about the irrelevant thing. Pray about everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And God gave us assurance in his word that he answers prayers. Amen. 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 In Psalm 91 verse 15. Let's look at that scripture again. Psalm 91 verse 15. He shall call upon me and I will answer. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Amen. He, said, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. God has given his word that once you call on him, he will answer. In trouble, he will deliver. He said, he shall call on him and I will answer. So there's a strong assurance. Jesus said, seek and he shall find. Knock. See, the word that is shall, the word that is shall knock and it shall be open. Shall, shall, not, not maybe, not, not possible, but shall. Shall is definite article. So God has given us assurance that prayer, he will answer. So, 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 so but we, uh, we are beginning to uh, look at how come then that we don't get answers to our prayers? Hmm. Or another way to look at it, which is what I'm saying, 100%, 100% answers to prayers. How do we get 100% answers to our prayers? So we went through a few, a few series, you know, we have to learn to pray to God. Pray in the name of Jesus, you know. We, we spoke about that, you know. <clears throat> believe God, and then we talk about, <clears throat> you know. We, we also talk about uh, what do you talk about? Um, pray to your heavenly Father. Yes, very good. And then we talk about confession of your sins, because God said one of the reasons why you don't get answers to a prayer is when you don't confess our sins. So I think last week we spent some time talking about. Look, just have this attitude. That look, every day I sin. Because, like Bishop said, you see, to come to a holy God without being cognizant of sin is a mistake. Because he said in his word that the reason my, my arms are not short, no, my ears are not deaf. The reason I cannot, because your, your sins have separated you from me. That is why First John 1 9 said that if we, uh, if we say we sin not, okay, 1 John 1, let's look at that scripture. First John chapter 1 verse 9 If we confess our sin He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness Let's go to 1 8 Verse 8 If we say that we have no sin We deceive ourselves And the truth is not in us that, 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 you see, that is the attitude That is the attitude That is the attitude you and I should have the Bible says, If we say that we have no sin Okay we deceive ourselves. So the, the way to stay out of that deception is to acknowledge that you are a sinner. That's right. That's what the Bible says. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. So it is good to have an attitude, a consciousness that you are a sinner. And you see, let me talk a little bit more about it. You know, Usually, when we talk about sin, you see, when we talk about sin, a lot of us, our mind goes to the obvious things. 
<laughs> I don't I don't smoke. I don't fornicate. I don't I don't I don't, I don't smoke. I don't fornicate. Uh, what what else? I don't steal. Help me, help me, help me with the big one. The big one. I don't drink. I don't drink. Yeah, son. Which are obvious because the, because the Bible says some men's sins are obvious and some are not. But let me ask you. Let me ask you. You see, when you watch, I mean, they, uh, when when we wash our children's clothes, like especially the babies, the babies. Or the little ones. Anytime we are washing their clothes, we see the food. You see the stain because when they are eating, the food spills on their clothes and everything. So you see the food, you see the stain, everything, and that's the reason why we are washing their clothes. But that's not the reason why we wash adults' clothes because adult shirts. You know, if you are an adult, you don't see food and stain in your shirt. <laughs> So, so by the fact that we don't see food and stain in an adult shed, that's not mean that we shouldn't watch adult sheds. Because even though we don't see food and stain, food and juice in an adult shed, we see that we smell the sweat yes. and the armpits. Hey, Calibos, it's, 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 it's very smelly. <laughs> the bo, the bo, the bo. So you can't say that because there's no juice spill on my shirt. And this, I mean, I'm not going to wash my shirt. So, so whereas, whereas in the children, their sin is obvious. So, so, so you see, I just, I see I'm trying to share that religion. You see, some of the things that we call the big five, they are obvious sins. They are, they are, they are, they are children's sin. Fornication, adultery, they are obvious. They stay the shed. But they are mature sins that as people mature and as people grow, their sins are not obvious, but they are more mature. You know? <laughs> You're preaching. Mature sins. Sins that are hidden but more deadly. Because I tell you that the body odor or the stain in the armpit is more smelly than the juice in the child's shirt. Very, very. So, the fact that some things are not obvious does not mean that they are not sins. Some men's sins are obvious, some are not. So, it is better for us to assume an attitude of what John said, look, if we say we say not, we deceive ourselves. So be, let's be conscious of the fact that we are sinners. And for that reason, and for that reason, every day come to God. I'm talking about a holy God, a holy God. Nobody should be presumptuous here. You shouldn't be presumptuous here. None of us should be presumptuous. You, 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 I'm talking about a holy God. When Isaiah saw God, when Isaiah saw God, he was fasting. And when he saw God, he said, I am a man of unclean lips. That's the God I'm talking about. So we, we must be conscious of our sins and always confess our sins. Always. Always. Always be conscious and confess our sins. Confess it in the morning. Confess in the afternoon. Confess in the night. Let's be humble. Let pride and arrogance disappear from us. Amen. Amen. So that God will hear us. If my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, I will heal their land. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So even before, so even before you pray to God that God, change my husband. <laughs> Lord, change my husband. 
cause him to, I mean, cause him to be a better person. You must start the prayer with God, forgive me. <laughs> the prayer should be God, forgive me for being a Samuel wife. Forgive me. Before you ask God to change your husband, rather pray for God to forgive you. <laughs> Confess your sins first. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So we talked about that. So confess then we talked about abiding in him and he abiding in you. And I think we also talked about to get to get answers prayers, you must also obey or, or be a fruitful Christian. You know, have a reason to come to God. We looked at that scripture in John 15, 16. John chapter 15, verse 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give you, give it to you. Amen. Amen. Here, Jesus Christ clearly said that you have not chosen me. I have chosen you and ordained you. That you may go and bring forth fruit. Okay? Bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Then there's a semicolon. If you fulfill this condition, if you fulfill this condition, then whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it unto you. If only you can fulfill this condition, then whenever you ask the Father in my name, so, so there's, there is an aspect of, you see, and, and last week I shared with you, see, there is an aspect of answered prayer which comes by your confidence in God. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. And this was, and, and, and this was the key that uh, Hezekiah deployed. The Bible said that when God came to, in 2 Kings chapter 20, when God came to Hezekiah, said, look, man, put your house in order. Write your will. Write your will. You are about to die. Just put your house in order. So just write your will. Isaiah the prophet came to tell him. But God says, I have to come and tell you, put your house in order. You are about to die. And the Bible said, when Isaiah left the bedroom, as he was going, Hezekiah turned and faced the wall and said, God, I have walked in your ways. Remember, remember. Hezekiah said, God, remember how I've said, how I've, remember the things I've done. And because Hezekiah stood on that remembrance, he said, I beseech thee, O Lord. That's what, this was Hezekiah's prayer. This was Hezekiah's prayer. I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. And have done, the word is do, have done something that which is good in the sight. And Hezekiah wept so. And because of Hezekiah's attitude of bringing God to remember that I've done something, I have done something. God, remember what I've done. And the Bible said, because of that, God heard his prayer and changed. So there is also an element of faith or prayer answering that comes when you know that you have borne some fruit. So, you know, because you see, when, when you have not done anything, it even affects your confidence. So I shared last week, look, one of the reasons why it gives us a certain assurance is what we do for God. What we do for God. As the guy said, do you sweep for God? Do you preach for God? Do you give for God? Do you teach for God? Do you say, what do you do in the house of God? Because you see, without a certain fruit bearing, do you win souls for God? This is a bare fruit and your fruit remain. That was forever. So, 
So 2021, I shared with her 21, let us get away from I do nothing for God God. and expect God to answer me. You know, uh, Wednesday, I think Wednesday evening, Wednesday evening, um, I asked, I think Wednesday evening, I asked some brethren to come and help me at at our new church site. We're trying to do some cleanup. And a few people showed up. And I remember that uh, I saw this. I saw these two boys, um, the Bote, uh, Okoa Akai, the, the twins. Mm. Akai, Akai, yeah, they came, and they came there. I mean, not, not much. It's so small, small little things to do. But when they finish, when, when we finish, it's just the fact that they came and they did something small. I, I was so touched with them that. I sat down with them. We talked. I was counseling them about their school. It's like it's like I feel like I must do something for these boys. My God! Just for the fact that they showed up. My God! That, that, that's how I was moved. I was moved so much. Look, let me sit down with these boys. Ask them about their school. It's, it, it, it's like they had all my attention and my time that evening because just for the fact that one of them one of them asked questions. They asked me questions. They're everything. Which they will never have the opportunity if they have not showed up and done that little thing. What I'm saying, that little thing that they did moved me. So, so, and I was willing to, like, whatever I need to help them, I was willing to do for them. But you, who didn't come, when you call me, I tell you I'm busy. Hey. see. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and, and that's how God is. So remember. <laughs> yeah. Remember. So go said, go to go to Hezekiah. Remember, remember what I've done. Hezekiah said, remember, and God heard him. It, it, it was the same thing when Peter, when the centurion came to Jesus Christ for a miracle, the disciples said, that, "Lord, he built up for us a synagogue, and because of that, he deserves a miracle." That is it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, the, so there, there, there is. There is also a basis for us to come to God boldly. The Bible said that let us come boldly to the Bible said, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. And you, you see, you see that's crazy. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. That word boldly, you see, there's a certain amount of bold, bold, boldness which is there or not there based on what you have done. I mean, you see, you cannot come boldly to the place whereby you have insulted a person and lied to the person. Yes, if you know that, Charlie, I pray that as I'm dead, they don't find me out. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but when you know that you have done something good, you enter with confidence. That's it. That's right. Nothing to hide. Nothing. Nothing, nothing That's to hide. That's it. But as you know that you have gossiped, you have lied, and you feel it, even though you are there, you, feel, you are feeling nervous. Mm. Yeah, preaching. You are preaching. You are praying that, Charlie, something will not... Do. Something will not trigger for you to be found out. Mm. <laughs> Let us come boldly. Let us come boldly. See, and, 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 and that boldly is not, you see, what I'm telling you, that boldness, it does not come by, oh, I don't care. It's not, it's not that type of boldness. Let us, come, let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace. And, and it takes some things to come boldly. How can you come boldly to a place where you have not done nothing, you have lied, you have insulted, you have cheated, you have gossiped? Can you come boldly? You can't. Mm, mm, mm. Preaching. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So, that fruitfulness. Today I'm going to talk about a very another aspect. Maybe two aspects. Of and another reason for 
not uh, uh, not get answers to our prayer. That one is very clear in the book of James because we, we ask for the wrong thing or you ask for miss. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very clear. It's very clear. James chapter four verse three. James four three. James chapter four verse three. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Amen. Have you seen it? There? You ask and receive not. Okay. You ask and receive not because because me is a reason. Cause you ask amiss. Mm. Like you may consume upon your you ask amiss. You just ask the wrong stuff. Mm-mm-mm. As much as God said that call on me and I'll answer and I'll answer, it doesn't mean that God will answer foolish things. <laughs> That's what it means. You ask amiss. You see, that is that is why the song that says the woman, you don't know what you ask for. Because when the mother of Zebedee came to Jesus Christ, he said, Lord, Lord, when you enter into your kingdom, I want this, my boy, James and John. James sits on your left. John sits on your right. (laughs) And Jesus said, woman of Zebedee, you don't know what you asked for. Yes, they may bring the cup. They may carry the cross. But to sit on my left and right, you don't know what you're asking for. <laughs> and do and you know why? He said, you don't know what you're asking for. Because the Bible says that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. So it, in heaven, in heaven, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. That's the, that's the sitting arrangement in heaven. So if the Father is there, on his right is Jesus. So if Jesus is sitting there on his... It means that the father is sitting on the left hand of Jesus. So you are saying that your son should come and sit between Jesus and God? <laughs> one day, it's a true story. One day, uh, one of my friends, one, one of the pastors, one of the bishops was telling me. He said, they were, they were having, I mean, um, he was teaching them about prayer of faith, how to believe God and whatsoever you ask, and the things like that. And to, um, they were having a time of prayer. So, you can whatever believe God. So after one of the sessions, a brother came to see him. And the brother asked him, What do you want? Say, uh, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a bishop, say bishop. I mean, I mean, it was the pastor was a reverend. You know, I want you to believe God with me for something. So why not? I believe God with you for what? What's two shall I do upon earth? He said, okay, fine. So, so what, what do you want you to give God with? Then the brother pointed, he said, the, the girl pointed to a certain sister in the church. He said, what? I want you to believe God with me. I can marry her. And the pastor said, I'm the pastor of both of you. Where you are, where the sister is. You don't even know what you're asking for. Pa, 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 pa. You don't know. Now you did it. What you asked? He said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he said, no, she said, I, I was asking the guy that look. Haven't you heard that sometimes you ask a miss? <laughs> you this single brother who doesn't have a job, this empty woman who you are believing God for. Okay. As I said, what happened is I didn't know whether to pray because I knew it was a foolish prayer. He <laughs> said, bring another prayer topic. I'll help you to pray, but not this prayer topic. Somebody who is just struggling, you don't even have a job, huh? 
That's a very well established, high professional career woman. This is the one that you have, want me to believe God that you are. <laughs> you know, you just laughed and embraced him off. But sometimes we pray amiss. We simply pray amiss. You see, he said, order, saying, order my steps in your way. Order my steps in your way. Order my steps in your way. In other words, God will pray and answer our prayers according to his word. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You pray on this. You are praying to God. You, see, you are, God, I'm believing God for a helicopter. You haven't even owned a, a car before. <laughs> Why do you believe God for a helicopter? Status, man. Or you are believing God to become a millionaire. You see, you see, those are foolish prayers. Because, in fact, if you read it, real prosperity is not overnight. Real prosperity is little by little. God said, I'll give you the land little by little. So here you are, you have not even had a job before. You want to become a millionaire. How? Oh, you're preaching right Lotto. Lottery ticket. How? God, give me the lotto number. Lottery ticket. Lottery ticket. Mega million. Inheritance. Somebody Yes. You pray, I miss. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's what I'm saying. So you, look, order my steps in your way. If my word abide in you, if my word abide in you, what direct your prayer is, is God's way. And then finally, for today, very importantly, one of the ways a, a, a guarantee to answer prayer is prayer of faith. Man. Faith. Faith, the prayer of faith. You know, there is no point. You see, one of the greatest acts of faith, okay? One of the greatest acts of faith is prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Have faith every time you pray. Have faith. Have faith every time you pray. Mark eleven twenty-four. Mark eleven chapter twenty-four. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Amen. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them. And it shall have them. In other words, in other words, a prayer of if if you're going to pray about it, then believe God for it. Don't let us pray to God with an attitude of maybe. He mm. said, "Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, when you pray, whatsoever things you do, when you pray." Believe that ye receive them. Believe that ye receive them. And ye, the word there is not will. And ye shall have them. You know, this is where, this is where we need to be a little bit dogmatic. And I'm, I'm let you, uh, dogmatic in the sense that we must learn to come away from our past negative experiences and still believe God for answers. We must come out from our negative experiences, which some of which we don't understand, and still believe God. The Bible says they believe, some believe without seeing the promise and continue to believe in. You must still have faith. 
I remember many years ago, I had a friend of mine. You know, in, 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 I think in Africa, a lot of, in Africa or in some part of the world, they have a lot of inscriptions on cars, even here. So there was an inscription on one of the cars. We were sitting by the roadside just chatting. There was an inscription on the car that came to pass. It was in the local language. And to translate it, it says that we are asking God to see if. Hmm. And this friend said, look, this thing is not, uh, he said, this inscription is a foolish inscription. I said, why? He says, you don't ask God to see if. If you don't believe God, then don't ask at all. That's, that's all. That's all. He's a rewarder. Yeah. That's what this friend told me. Mm-hmm. And and to, to to let you to, to surprise this friend, well, he was not even a non-believer. He was even a non-believer. Wow. Just like his mother, his mother was a Methodist chairman. So from time to time, you go to Methodist everybody he was a non-believer. Hmm. <laughs> but he said, he said, look, this friend, he said, he said, he said, I know him telling me clearly that if you don't believe God, then don't bother asking him. That's, if don't That's it. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith is important. We need to be, in fact, all through the Bible, the people of faith were more blessed. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 38. Hebrews 10, 38. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Amen. Let's do that again. Now the just. Now the just shall live by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man shall draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. In other words, God said, I'm not, in, I'm not interested in people who, have, who don't have faith. That is why this friend of mine told me that that, that inscription is a foolish prayer. Let's pray to God and see. Uh, uh, let's ask God if. It's a, it's a foolish prayer. It's a, if you're going to ask God if you will do it, then don't bother. <laughs> mm. The Bible said that the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall, my soul shall not have any pleasure in him. So, so God is tickled by faith. You know, God is tickled by faith. God is excited by faith. And your failures, your mistakes, your shortcomings should no way affect your belief in God. Hmm. Hebrews 11.6 Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that di- diligently seek him. Amen. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. You see, I, I'm sharing the scriptures with us because, you see, sometimes after being around for, I've been a Christian for a while, your faith seems to weigh, and you are not sure that your faith is even gone. Hmm. Yes, your faith seems to weigh, and you don't know that your faith is gone. So gradually, you don't even believe. You become an unbelieving believer. But I want to tell us that, look, God is real. God is true. God answers prayers. So what I did not see should not stop me from still believing God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. For without faith. 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 It is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must know that believe that first where he is and that he's a rewarder. So stop, 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 stop that prayer that my friend, my friend says a foolish prayer. Stop that prayer. Let, let's, let me ask God and see if. No. No. Let's ask God and believe that he will. Mm. Not that if. See, and faith, eh, it is something that, you see, in fact, faith is something that you actually, it's, it's more like a, let me, maybe a scientific word, it's more like an active energy. It is something you have to keep on recharging yourself, I believe, I believe, I believe, because there are a lot of things that are designed to take away your faith. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of, see, a lot of situations and a lot of situations and experiences in life are designed to seep away your faith. Jesus said, "That's why Jesus told Peter, I prayed for you that your uh, the, 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 see the devil has desired to seep you. So the devil has desired to sift you like wheat. But I've prayed for you that your faith faileth not, because your faith can fail. Hey, yeah. preaching. Your faith can actually fail. So Jesus told Peter, listen." I have prayed to you that your faith will not fail. Look, they are heart failures. They are kidney failures. They are lung failures. There's also faith failure. Mm, mm, mm. And just as heart failure can kill you, kidney failure can kill you, lung failure can kill you, faith failure can also kill you. May, you not, may your faith never fail. Amen. But I pray for you. This is what he said. I pray for you. I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. That Peter, you don't suffer from faith failure. When your heart fails, you are dead. Kidney mm. failure, lung failure. Faith failure, faith failure will kill you. So whatever it takes to whatever it takes to keep your faith alive, you, you see, determine in your heart, purpose in your heart that no matter what as for my faith, it will not fail. Mm, my God, my God, that's right because this is the key. This is what makes God happy with you. This is what sustains you. This is the this is the this is what gives us the victory. This is the victory. The this is the victory that overcomes the world, even your faith. Why should your faith fail? You pass your ex- you failed your exam, so your faith should fail. No, Mm-mm-mm. you lost the job, so your faith should fail. No. You lost the chance, your faith will fail. No. no, your faith must never fail. That's right. No. So Jesus prayed for Peter. He said, Look, look, what I have given you, the job I've given you, one of the things you need to do there is faith. Therefore, your faith must not fail. Hmm. Preaching. Great, so that your faith may fail. That's it. Your faith should never fail. Never. Hallelujah. Because your faith is essential. All the people who got major breakthroughs in the Bible were people of faith. Look at Mark chapter 5, verse 34. 
Mark chapter 5, verse 34. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. He said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. So what made her whole was her faith. Hmm. In spite of the chronicity of her problems, the difficulty of her problems, her faith never failed. Say, daughter, your faith had made you whole. Look at blind Bartimaeus, Mark chapter 10, verse 35. Mark chapter 10, verse 35. Hey, sorry, Mark chapter 10, verse 52, sorry. 10, 52. Mark 10, verse 52. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. Go thy way. Bartimaeus. Go thy way. What has made you whole? Your faith. He never gave up. No, you see, Bartimaeus is what the people insulted him. You are dead, you are blind. He never gave up. And what made him whole was his faith. Thy faith has made you whole. So many examples. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Many people were healed. The, the, the paralyzed man, he told him faith. The woman with the alabaster box, faith, faith. You know, and, and it's, in fact, one of the interesting things we see is in Luke chapter 5, verse 20. Luke chapter 5, verse 20. Yeah. And when he saw their faith, he said unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And when he saw their what? Their faith. faith. I said, when, when he saw what? Their what? Faith. 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 Is it, is, it, did he say when, when he saw their love? No. No. Did he say when, when he saw their holiness? No. Mm-mm. Did he say when he saw their patience? Not at all. No. These are all good virtues. But, but what made them say is when he saw their faith. Mm. See, there is a certain type of faith that can be seen. Mm. May your faith be seen. Amen. Because he saw their faith. This was this is the story of the guy who was crippled, and they were trying to bring the guy to Jesus Christ to be healed. And the Bible said the crowd was very thick. For which you see, for which most of us, you see, for, for which most of us look, even though I'm, I'm trying to get healed, and then, but because the crowd is very thick, I can't jump the queue. I can't do, but these people jump the queue. They went through the roof, <laughs> removed the roof, and dropped their friend in the middle. And for people to do that, it means that they really believe that Jesus Christ can heal their friend. Oh, God. Mm. Mm. That's it. That's they it. really believe. They believe so much that they put all protocol aside. You see, there's a certain type of faith that does have no respect for protocols. You're preaching, Rev. Are preaching because some of us are not getting breakthroughs and miracles because we are too polite. Oh my god, you are preaching, Rev. You are too polite. You are too polite. A simple no, then you turn around. Sometimes you have to be a little bit impolite and, and excuse me, a little bit rude because yeah. you believe. Oh. Yes, you believe you want what you want. I mean, I wonder how many of us, if we go, Jesus is there and there's a crowd and we are bringing our friend. I mean, out of respect and this is, you say, okay, doesn't matter, let's wait. Maybe when he's finished coming, when he finished preaching and he's coming out, we'll wait. Maybe when you see him, then we'll cut him. This guy said, no, 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 no. We don't know when, when this is going to go. 
We are going to break all protocol, run through the roof. Play prakabush. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You don't know my faith. My God. And, 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 people say, and when he saw their faith, mm. yeah. there's somebody I'm talking to you. You, you. There's an important person that you need to see. But you are being given the no and you are being polite. Look, break protocols and I want to see this person. When you saw their faith, that's the picture. They removed the roof. Hey, my God. That's a good. They removed the roof. Ah, you, have, you, have, you have just made a small secretary, an administrator, become a hindering block. Hey. Just bypass that secretary. Hey, Ribandoli. That's why I look, I want to see. I want to see the person. Please. That's right. Because I believe that when I see this person, things will change. That's my right. God. My God. They may say you are rude. You are too pushy. It doesn't matter. It's your faith. It's okay. Right. I can tell you so many stories. There was one particular brother. There was one particular brother when we started the church. You know, I used to have a most of the Christian music around that time. I mean, like, what, I mean, Bishop, uh, Bishop Sakal, I seem to have been a DJ, so I had the songs. And I had the sound systems in my room. Thank God. So every latest Christian music, you have to pass through my room. <laughs> and I had the systems, those days, my system and my equalizer. And people used to come and do recordings in my room. You know, it, it was the days of recording, you bring your tape. Bring your cassette. A cassette. They come and do recording. Ah. And because I was a medical student, sometimes I'm busy. I'm, so I'm busy. I don't have time to do it. But on this particular brother, I won't mention his name. Hey! I would say I'm going for lectures. He will, not, he will stay there. He will wait for me. I'll come. I mean, he was so persistent that every time he comes, no matter the no, I would say, he will still not go until he gets his recording done. As if. <laughs> and I noticed that as much as I could turn everybody away, he particular can't tell him because he won't go. <laughs> Hey, I don't care. Hey, <laughs> which, which, which brings which brings us to the, the another aspect of faith. Of faith, you see, there are two the aspects of faith. I pray, the one in Mark. I pray. I believe. I don't ask God for it anymore. I'm done. And then there's also the other type of faith, which is persistence. It's the persistence. The persistence. Let's look at the, that account in Luke chapter eleven. System we do. That's one. Luke 11. Verses 5 to 8. Trouble me. My God. Luke 11, chapter 5 to 8. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he and he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are, are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. Amen. You see the persistence here? Mm -hmm. It comes, friend, Look at Luke chapter, Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. 
saying. He spoke a parable about prayer. Jesus was telling them a parable about prayer. He said, men always ought to pray and not to faint. Continue. Saying, there was in a city a judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And, and the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him? Cry. No, no, the, no, shall God avenge only which cry only once? No. No. Which cry only, only on Mondays? No. Cry day and night unto him. Day and night. Continue. Though he bear long with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on when the, the earth? When the Son of Man shall he find what? Faith. faith. Shall you find what? Faith. He spoke a parable to them about prayer. Verse 1. He said, when, when he comes, shall you find faith? So here he's, shall you find what? Faith. He's saying that persistent prayer, troubling, not giving up. It's a sign of faith. It's a sign of faith. You're preaching. You're preaching. This is the faith. Jesus is saying that, look, the fact that you don't give up, you keep on coming. Mm. This particular brother, I, I, I said that, what? He's so. When he was, he would tell me that when he's coming, and then when he come and do the cassette, the, the, you know what he when he come and do the recording from my room, then he'll go and duplicate it and sell it to make his more money. Mm. <laughs> and I said that by you, and he, he used to say that look, he said that he prayed and believed God that when he comes, you get access to my room. So that's so no matter what I say, he, mm. but sometimes he was so I, I will leave my room to, and go for lectures, so I'll give the whole room to him. <laughs> <laughs> Persistence. And Jesus said that when I come, well, I find faith. So he's... I'll tell you a story. Hello. Even before I read... Yes, you like stories. Even before uh, before I read this verse, before I became born again. That's, that's why... The, the one that he said, I'm in bed. The one that resisted, I'm in bed. But I'm in my children. Don't trouble me. Mm -hmm. Even before I became a Christian. Yeah, before I became a Christian. I think I had a friend. And one day, a girl in the area. Mm. A girl in the area. Who, I was I, I, I was not even born again. I was something like, like I was, a girl in the a girl in the area came home in the night to do one or two things. One or two things. Mm. What she, what she came to do, I won't tell you that's offline. Yeah. <laughs> one or two things. Area girl, my god. <laughs> and then around 12 midnight this my friend said oh, we need to, this girl needs to go back to school because the girl was writing all level math all level mathematics in the morning hey. somebody who's writing all level mathematics in the morning how come you are home what? Mm. I'm talking about, I'm talking about you're, you're supposed, it's a boarding school but the girl was from a second that, every time I think of that I, I, everyone I hear that, 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 that the name of that school I remember that girl so the school called Yasantua, Yasantua girls. Yasantua. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where you there? Where you there? I remember that school, Yasantua girls. Yasantua. What's Like it's supposed to be a secondary school. They're supposed to be on campus. They're supposed to be stay there. And you have an A-level a mathematics. Oh, sorry, O-level mathematics in the morning. So here the girl was. 
So my friend said, the girl needs to, the girl needs to go back to school. Otherwise, she cannot write the exam. Hmm. I said, how? He said, we have to get a transportation to go. And I said, it's, I told her, it's almost 12 midnight. <laughs> Then my friend said, look, there's a taxi driver who lives here. Let's go and get a taxi driver so that she can, she can go and drop her in school. And I said, ah, how? Do you know what time it is? So let's go. So we went to the taxi driver's house in the neighborhood. Me and this is my friend. We knock on the front door. You know how it is. We knock on the front door. The guy didn't mind. Answer us. Then my friend said, let's go back and go and knock on the window. Hey, um, <laughs> so we went by the, by the house of the house and stood behind the window. You know, this window that you scratch and scratch and scratch. Then we heard the guy say, Who's that? Then we said, My friend said, It's us. He said, What do you want? He said, We need to take this and drop it in school. He has an exam. The, the, the brother said, I'm in bed. He said, I am in bed. I can't come. <laughs> and my friend, my friend said, no, no, you have to come. So he would come scratching. So until the guy came out from bed <laughs> and picked this girl to school around 1 a.m. Oh, I need that. When I became a Christian and I read the scripture that I, I, I'm in bed with my children, I remember the story. Mm. <laughs> I can't want to write the exam. That's whether she passed or not. That was a secondary story, but <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember. Is it so? When I, so when I read this, this is persistent. I do remember because we knew that at that point the girl needs to go to school to write the exam. We knew that the guy has a car, so we were not willing to take a no for an answer. We scratched and scratched and woke the guy out of his bed around twelve midnight. To, to go and drop the girl. And that's what I'm saying. Because, because in our minds, in our little minds, we're not the only person who can take this girl to the school at this time is this guy. Yep. So this is said that persistence. When I come, will I find faith? So there's an element of faith prayer that you believe God can do. And until it is done, you don't stop praying. Mm-hmm. And see, and and, 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 and and to be honest with you, that's what I said. Sometimes, so, so, sometimes that type of faith may even sound rude. Mm. Like you breaking the roof and, and cutting the line. But it, it also shows how much you believe. I mean, I wonder how many of you will go and disturb somebody in the middle of the night to go and take somebody to school. Hey. <laughs> no. But this is my friend, that's how he was. He scratched after the guy woke up. <laughs> and I want to share with us that he said that, and Jesus gave us that parable. So I want us to be a people of faith. A people who believe God. Look, believe that God will heal you, no matter what. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe that God will prosper you no, ma- no matter what. Mm-hmm. Believe that, you see, believe the scripture that says that wherever the soul of your fish are tread, God has given it to you. No matter who is in power, who, just believe it. Mm-hmm. 
There is an element of faith that may even sound like pride, but believe it. He says, when they come, will I find faith? So I pray that our shortcomings, our mistakes, our past experiences, our disappointments will not shadow our faith. But we will continue to believe. Amen. Because the, the word says, knock and it shall be open. But what the Bible didn't say is knock once. Knock twice. It didn't say knock three times and it shall be open. It says knock. So it may, it may be that you, you may have to knock once it will be open. It may also be you have to knock hundred times it will be open. So until it is open, why do you stop knocking? Don't stop knocking. Mm. Really appreciate Preaching. Preaching. It says knock. So you can't say that I've knocked three times so it doesn't know because I'm done. Oh, you have to mm. continue to knock. See, the, see, the, I want to talk about persistent faith. You see, there's a certain level of persistence. There's a, uh, uh, a certain level, a certain type of victory that only comes by persistence. What, what happened to Samson? Hmm. What happened to Samson? When Delilah spoke to Samson for the first time, Samson didn't mind him. But the Bible said that, and she praised him daily. She pressed him daily. It was the daily pressure of Delilah that made something give up in secret. So it means Delilah did not take no for an answer. I was told a Christian sister when we were medical school. So somebody was rapping him. So this boy, I don't like him. I don't like him. I say, even though you say you don't like him, every time he's talking to you, he's talking to you, he's talking to you, you are talking together. And so I don't like by the time they realized we were married. I said, huh? Ha! <laughs> I see something. They were actually married. Hey! Okay, surprise. <laughs> but I remember if he said, so I don't like him, I don't like him, I don't like him. But the brothers keep talking. <laughs> hey, Lebrush, hey, Lebrush. Hey. By the time we arrived, we had an invitation to come for their wedding, they are still married. <laughs> Persistence. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's Delilah. And she pressed him daily with her works. So Jesus said, When I come, so let, let us not our shortcomings. Our mistakes, our difficulties become a hindrance. Keep believing. Keep persisting. Keep believing. Keep persisting. Every, every time I read that scripture, you see, at first, I didn't meditate on it well. But it said knock. But it didn't say knock once. It didn't say knock twice. It says knock. So you only, it means that, it means that you only stop knocking when the door is open. Hmm. That's why this is my friend said, oh, even though he's not answering at the front door, let's go and scratch the window. We scratched out to the guy, and the guy got out of bed. <laughs> May you continue to knock. Amen. May you continue to persist. Amen. The word says, knock, and it shall be open. It shall. As you continue, don't give up on that appointment. Don't give up on that meeting. Don't give up. Knock and knock and knock. And you have a need. There is something you are believing God for. Don't give up. Keep knocking. Keep praying. One day it will be open. Hi. Hey. Hey, friend. 
Amen. 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 This word. Mm. Christian brother, that sister, knock. Anyway. Amen. Let us pray. Thank you. Akalea masakataya. Kiloria mamani liko. Ekaloria babani mika. Zemi babala bazo keve de Rakata rakata ndalia baba. Mazikezi. Baba. Thank you for the service. You said they that come to God must know that one he is and two is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him one he, he, you are and two you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek him father we thank you for the prayer of faith we even thank you for the blessing of the ability to pray to you father i pray for each and every one here like, like you pray for Peter. He said, I have prayed for you that your faith never fails. Father, deliver us from faith failure. May our faith never fail. Amen. No matter what comes our way, may our faith never fail. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God. You are here. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man? if he gains the whole world and loses his soul. This afternoon, I want to present to you the man, Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. Jesus, Savior of the world. What the world is going through, the uncertainties and the calamities, without God, there is no hope. So wherever you are, whoever you may be, I want to present to you Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. He's the, he's the savior of the world. He's the hope of this world. And I tell you, I need him and you need him. So today, take a decision. Take a decision if you are not born again. If you are not born again, take a decision to be born again. Because we don't know where the world is heading towards. The, summit, the second coming of Christ is getting nearer and nearer. So pray this prayer with me. If you want to go to heaven. You want to be born again. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come to you. I come to you. As a sinner. As a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Wash me by the blood. Wash me by the blood. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.